South Africans receive an average of 11 spam calls a month and insurers are amongst um, the most guilty of this where somebody's calling you to sell you something. Sometimes it's an automated voice that speaks to you, that annoys you, and sometimes it's an actual warm body. Now, I've got nothing against the warm bodies, but for heaven's sake, if I'm not interested in the product, please don't call me. It's that simple. But these companies do have our information, and it's always a big question as to why. So let's talk about uh, the stats, the numbers, and even some of the technological uh, factors we need to consider when looking at the world we're in right now. We're joined on the line by Yamkela Spengani, who's a technology researcher. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning in the studio, and good morning to the listeners. How are you, sir? Well, we're okay. Uh, yesterday, I got a couple of calls, some guilty parties. There's an 087 number here that called me, I think, six times, and I know what it's about, or I think I know what it's about because I've seen it a couple of times. There's another one here, 332 number. I mean, these numbers pop up all the time. What is it about South Africa um, and these figures that we're seeing with all these spam calls? Well, uh, there's a global trend, and we happen to be in the top 20 of uh, countries where there's these automated uh, telemarketing uh, spam calls that uh, happen. So we do have uh, live warm bodies, as you say, that uh, do spam calls or unsolicited calls, rather not spam calls. But uh, towards the, in the last few years, bots that are, are pre-recorded with certain messages will call you and you sit uh, on a large uh, automated database of numbers that they will go through and, mm -hmm. and give a call because they are selling one or other product. So you answer sure. a call and then get this, hello, uh, and do you want this and this and this and this, or I'm selling this and this and this. Uh, and this is what's happening globally, but we feature highly among the callers that have actually, I mean, the users of cell phones that have actually been getting these calls unsolicited for, for a number of years now, actually. Where do they get our numbers? I mean, surely, yes, you know that you've got a couple of service providers that are doing certain things for you, whether it's insurance, whether it's medical aid, etc. You know those definitely have your numbers, but what about the rest? So normally, uh, you, you will sign this form, uh, give away your personal details, and you'll have what we call uh, a data profile. And in that box, nonchalantly sometimes you'll check. They will ask uh, in the fine print as you are busy checking things, say, uh, do you mind if we share your details with other similar mm. uh, service providers to contact you uh, or whatever other else? And then what they do then after you check that is that they are within their rights to sell your data to other people who might be looking to sell you products because these things work with having user data and being able to sell products. So if they, another company establishes a product that they believe that you, as a credit profile, mm -hmm. might be interested in because they have access to your profile through TransUnion and Experian and all these places, then they start... Uh, calling you based on that because that, that's also another place where a lot of your user data and how you transact and how your financial life looks is extracted mm. from. So you will have had a credit profile at TransUnion and checked if they said if they can share your user data around or sell it as, as a profile. Sometimes it's data breaches and hacks where certain information leaks and they get a hold of it and then they're able to then start uh, calling you based on that. So uh, it's a big privacy thing that is going around, but that's mainly how they get a hold of your number and your details and all of that. Sure. 
Now, does the Consumer Protection Act say anything or protect consumers against these telemarketers? Well, not if you have consented uh, to your numbers sure. being shared. <laughs> and of course, sales is not something illegal. If someone is calling you to sell you something, uh, you've got the right to say no. The Consumer Protection Act would come in if you get sold something you never agreed to by these telemarketers. But a different piece of legislation, which is the Protection of Personal Information Act, uh, should be kicking in and South Africans should be more aware of how their user data that they share with certain service providers they engage into contracts with is being shared around. So uh, it's a matter of cognizance to say, uh, if I'm transacting with this XYZ provider of an insurance service and this medical aid, my user data should be locked in and I should know exactly where my user profile online is available at. And if someone is extracting my data without my consent, then there's a violation and I should be able to pursue this through the legislation means that the Poppy Act provides for me. So it's a big thing that we start, as a society, need to start conscientizing ourselves towards. In Europe, there's a big piece of legislation called the GDPR, where Mm. they, they are very data conscious and how different platforms, even the big multinationals like Google and Microsoft have to comply with in how they Mm. deal with user data of European citizens. And our equivalent is the Poppy Act. And it's just a matter of us being conscious of how our user data is being used and what the means the legislation allows us to have in protecting our privacy. Absolutely. Yamkel, we're going to leave it there, but uh, indeed a very, very interesting and relevant conversation because it's a daily, daily irritation for many of us when we're getting calls from people that we are not trying to hear anything from. Thanks for your time and all the best. Thank you. Good day to you, sir. Yamkel Spengane, who is a technology expert and also just weighing in on this issue of your personal information. Uh, being out there and uh, the Protection of Personal Information Act, which uh, provides for exactly that. I mean, what are your experiences? How often do you get these calls and how do you respond? I mean, sometimes I feel awful when I have sure. to tell people off. I really yeah. do. I mean, that's someone's child, guys, okay? You can't, can't be mean to people. But also, uh, if they catch you in the wrong moment, as K.O. would say, I try as hard as I can to pretend I'm not myself. Hey, yo, I'm just like, no, she's not available right now. And then I say, please call after 40 minutes. And then I block the number. But then they call with another issue. Yeah, no, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Just tell them, give me your best sales pitch. And let me decide. Wow. Ah, Owen. Oh, really? Yeah, when are you got time? Shame, man. Oh, I just want to know. And then I'll give them honest feedback on what they were doing right <laughs> or wrong. No, but you're not their boss. They don't need your feedback. They just want to know if you're going to take up the service or product or not. Ah, but the the, 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 record, it's, the whole call is recorded. So <laughs> their boss is able to listen to my honest feedback too. Hey, it's an audition. <laughs> All right. Let's get some comments oh, in on that one. Anyone want to comment? Feel free to do so. Hashtag the morning flavor. It's time for the headlines now. Let's get into that and sports.